some of, one of the most common questions we get on Train Effective is, how can I take my training into matches? How come I'm doing all this training, I'm, I'm putting in the work Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and it's, not just, it's just not translating to, to matches. Like, why is that the case? Um, and this is something I struggled with in the past. This is something that a lot of players, sometimes those who come to the Train Effective House in London, for the in-residence program, they ask us that. People that use our app, they ask us that. Um, but over the next 10, 10 to 15 minutes, Isaac, I'm going to tell you real quick about, you know, how you can improve your training, how you can make it more effective. Guys, um, let's, let's look at someone like, let's look at someone like Cristiano Ronaldo. If you've ever seen Cristiano Ronaldo, guys, if you've ever seen Cristiano Ronaldo train, you'll always see he's training with purpose. He's training with the idea of results he wants to get. Even when he's training with his son, it's intense. He's, he's putting in the work. It looks effective. It doesn't look like he's just there for no purpose. He's there for a purpose. Cristiano Ronaldo is probably the best definition of an athlete doing effective practice all the time. And something, when you see him play on the field, you can see that all the moves he's doing, all the practice he's doing, all the training he's doing has a purpose. It's very clear. He's not just motivated. He, he doesn't just want to be the best player, okay? These are his goals on a mental level. He wants to be the best. He wants to do that. But in, he knows that in order to be the best player that he can be at age 36 now and, and when he was age 26 and when he was age 18, etc., what he needed to do is be the hardest worker in the room and not just be the hardest worker in the room, but do the most sort of effective practice, the practice that he'd go, okay, this is me training. This is what I'm doing in training. These are all the things. The one example that I want to give you guys, okay, the one example um, that I really want you guys to take away from this, this masterclass today is, is this one. And this one is really goes out to all of those who, who've mentioned here that their practice doesn't work. Because I'll tell you, a, a specific instance where practice made Cristiano Ronaldo one of the best players in the world. Now, I was very, very fortunate, guys, to meet someone called Rene Mullenstein. Does anyone know? Anyone here know who Rene Mullenstein is? Anyone know who Rene Mullenstein? Anyone? Anyone know who Rene Mullenstein? And if you do, can you tell me which club he was a manager at? Probably you're gonna Google now. Okay. So before <laughs> before someone Googles. I'm just going to tell you, um, I was very fortunate enough to, to, to have I sat down with, uh, with Renee Mullenstein for two hours. We're talking about train effective, talking about training and things like that. Renee Mullenstein, uh, and I'm sure you guys know who Sir Alex Ferguson is. Um, Sir Alex Ferguson being one of the greatest managers of all time. Uh, Sir Alex Ferguson being, you know, 25 years manager at, at Manchester United. Now, Renee Mullenstein in the years that Manchester United won the Champions League uh, and multiple Premier League titles, Rene Mullenstein was Sir Alex Ferguson's assistant coach. So Alex Ferguson was the main coach. Rene was the assistant coach. And um, I was very fortunate to sit with him. And as we're talking, I'm like, Rene, what's the best way to improve? What's the best way to get better? How was it working with Cristiano Ronaldo, who was obviously at Man United at 06, 2006, 2007, 2008? etc. 
um, how was it working at, at Man United? And he basically said to me this, he said, there was one point when Cristiano Ronaldo, he came to me and um, he said to me, Renee, I want to be the best player in the, in the world. I want to be the best player in the country. I want to be the best. I want to be the best, best player. So what he basically did is he basically got like a piece of paper, right? He got a piece of paper. And this is a really good exercise for all of you guys at home to do. This is, this is why this is something you can really take away and something I really advise you to listen to every word I'm saying so you can take notes. So this is not just passive hearing, but you actually do something about this because it's, it's very effective. Okay. So what Renee Moonstein would do is this. He get a piece of paper and he put it in front of Cristiano. And Renee would say to Cristiano, Cristiano, all right, let's, let's do this. And what he'd do is he'd mark out like, a, like an axis, like X and Y, I think of the axis, okay, on that piece of paper. And on that axis would be on the left side, left column, 0 to 10. 0, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. 0 to 10, okay? And on that axis, he'd ask Cristiano Ronaldo, Cristiano, you want to be the best player in the world, okay? If you want to be the best player in the world, like Maradona, was Ronaldinho, Pele was, etc. You're going to need to be tens. You're going to need to have a lot of tens. And in order to become the best player in the world, everything needs to be above a five. Okay. So you look at ten at the best player, ten as the best player in the world, five as professional standard, and zero as just you know beginner. I mean nothing. Zero starting from zero. So zero, nothing, five, professional level, 10, best in the world. And then you ask Cristiano, let's rate each one of your strengths and your weaknesses. Let's rate each one of your attributes. So he'd ask Cristiano, Cristiano, let's talk about your, your speed. Uh, what do you think about your speed? So, oh, Rene, I think my speed is, I think I'm one of the fastest in the Premier League and uh, I'm a nine, I'm a nine in speed. So, okay. Cristiano, you're nine in speed. Cool. Nine. Cristiano marks it at nine. And this, by the way, this is, this is a self-assessment, right? Cristiano, Renee is just asking the questions to Cristiano. Cristiano is answering and saying, okay, I think I'm this. That, that's what Renee asked. Your speed, nine. Okay. Because your speed is nine. What is your, let's talk about your, your, your shooting. Let's talk about your shooting. What's your, um, your shooting like? He's like, oh, I think I'm pretty decent. Cristiano, what's your shooting power like? Uh, Ronaldo says, shooting power, nine. Okay, cool. He puts his shooting power, nine. But Cristiano, what's your shooting accuracy, mate? What's, what's your accuracy? He's like, oh, well, yeah, I got a powerful shot that goes everywhere. Now, if you've ever heard someone like Rio Ferdinand or other players talking about Cristiano Ronaldo back in the early days of his United years, They'll tell you that Cristiano was full of, full of talent, full of skills, had, had a lot of tricks in his bag, had a powerful shot, but didn't have an accurate one. He didn't have an accurate shot. So Renea would ask that question again. He'd say, okay, you're, you're, shooting, you're shooting powers in nine. What's your shooting accuracy? Cristiano said, yeah, you're right. My shooting is powerful, but it's not, I'm not scoring enough goals. It's not accurate enough to score. So Renee said, okay, so what do you give yourself? Uh, probably a six. Cristiano gave himself a six for that shooting accuracy, okay? And basically, long story short, he asked Cristiano to rate all his attributes from one to 10, one to 10. One to 10, what are my attributes? Any, 
he would put, you know, defending as a, I think he put as a four, um, he put things like uh, uh, his, his uh, decision-making to a, a four or a five, all these things. So at the end of this little bit, little session, he could see, okay, from one to 10, zero to 10, these are my attributes. And not just attributes that are technical, by the way, those attributes were also mental. So how relentless was he? How, what's his motivation like? You know, what about his diet? Because all the top performers, all the top performers in the world have a, have a pretty have a strict diet. They want to get those couple of extra percentage points. So they're making sure that their, their diet, their recovery, and all these things are top class so they can maintain being the top player in the world. That's why you don't see Cristiano, Messi, or any other top player being injured so much because uh, they take so much emphasis on their diet, their recovery, their sleep, etc. This is another quadrant that he was rating himself on. So after rating himself on the aspects mentally, technically, tactically, physically, he then say, okay, zero to 10, this is what you need to do. Okay, it's, it's the 2007, start of the 2007 season. Um, it's going into 2008. This is a the year they won the Champions League. Cristiano Ronaldo got sent off with a red card. So he had, he had a couple of weeks just to work with Rene on some of these strengths and some of these weaknesses. So what he'd do is say, okay, Cristiano, we need you to score more goals. You've, you've identified that as to be the best player in the world. Cristiano, you need to score more goals. Cristiano, um, you need to be more accurate in front of goal. Cristiano, if we're going to win the Champions League, we're going to be the best in the world, you need to, you need to score X amount of goals. And actually, um, in that conversation that Cristiano had with Rene, okay, in the conversation Cristiano had with Rene, when Rene asked him how many goals you want to score this season, Cristiano actually said, oh, I want to score 30 goals. But then Rene said, well, I think you can score 40 goals. So it's just taken up a notch. Ronaldo's challenge now. He's got a challenge. He's got a new challenge. And what he did over that three weeks is he worked on with, with Cristiano on the training ground. Now, this is a very, very, very clear example of effective practice, okay? So step one in this whole thing, he's identified the strengths and the weaknesses. He's not just going on the field knowing that he's a good, he's, he's knowing that he's good at um, being accurate with his long balls. So he's not just going to the field and trying to hit the crossbar all the time. Because if you were to do that for 10,000 hours, just trying to hit the crossbar, well, you're never going to reach your full potential. Okay, so step number one with this whole thing of identifying why your training doesn't work is step number one, actually evaluating yourself. What are your strengths and your weaknesses? What are your strengths and your weaknesses? Step number two is now actually putting in the work, okay, and being specific about the work that you're doing. So Cristiano has all this time after his red card to work on what he's working on. He goes to the training ground with uh, Rene Morenstein, and now that the training ground and before the training, uh, before the training begins, Rene basically goes to Cristiano and says, okay, Cristiano, this is the goal box. This is the goal box. And these are the zones in the goal box. So he would, he would, he would show Cristiano the goal box. And this is zone three, zone two, and zone one. When I talk about zone, zone one, we're talking about basically the middle quadrant. So the middle quadrant of the, the goal box you're talking about, think of the goalposts, yeah? The goalposts, and if you just draw a straight line to the edge of the goal box, this is zone one. This is where 
the majority of goals are scored in any football league competition. The majority of goals are scored in zone one. In zone two, then you got what's uh, what's basically if you wanted to divide zone two and zone three, it's like uh, from from the goalpost to the the end of the goal box, uh, and then you split that in half. Then you got zone that's that's your zone two and your zone three. Um, for those listening right now, I know that's a little bit hard to visualize, um, but I don't think so. Just think of think of the edge of the goalpost to the edge of the goal box being zone two and zone three. And the further you are away from the goals, like in terms of angle, the more difficult it is to score. So that's why there's zone one, zone two, and zone three. And he basically said to, to Cristiano, okay, Cristiano, if you're going to, you're, you're taking a lot of shots. And this is where the game intelligence comes in. He said, Cristiano, you're taking a lot of shots on goal. You're shooting with a lot of power. But look where you're shooting from, Cristiano. Cristiano, you're shooting from zone three or zone two. Cristiano, you're trying, to, you're trying to make that wonder goal from zone three when the keeper's got that angle covered. The keeper's got that angle covered. So why, why, are, you, why are you trying to shoot from zone, zone three? It's like sometimes it looks amazing because 90, 90, but 99, 99 out of 100 times, it probably doesn't work when you're shooting from the edge of zone three. But however, Cristiano, zone one is where it's at. Zone one is where you can score a lot of goals. You don't have to go for these creative, amazing finishes all the time. Cristiano said, okay, all right, cool, cool. So Cristiano, let's, let's practice on this. And then what they basically do, Rene and Cristiano, is work on all these different zone one, zone two, zone three situations. And he said, Cristiano, the, this, is a, this is the area you need to be in, zone one. They started practicing, heading, shooting, all these things positioning making sure he's making the right ones to get it right runs to get into zone one and if he's getting to zone two these are the angles he needs to shoot from etc so all this deliberate practice all this deliberate practice with renee at the start of the 2007 season led to what eventually became cristiano's real breakout season when he re he truly became the world's best player or one of the top two or top three world's best players in, is in the season when Manchester United won the Champions League, the 2008 season. Cristiano Ronaldo actually scored in the final. Um, and if, if, you, if, you, if you ever watch that final, 2008 final, Manchester United versus Chelsea, he actually scored a header uh, in a zone one position. Um, and that's just one of the things they would have worked on on the training ground at the start of the season. And uh, remember how I said that Remember how I said when Rene asked Cristiano, how many goals do you want to score this season? Well, Rene said, 30, uh, Rene said, I think you can score 40. Cristiano actually scored 42 goals that season. 42 goals that season. And it all started with an exercise like this, guys. The start of the season or evaluating yourself. What are your strengths and your weaknesses? And what do I need to improve? What do I need? What weaknesses do I need to get up to a five? So I'm at least a professional standard. And what things am I, am I good at? And I need to hone in on my craft so that I can make them tens. What are those things? What are those things? But you evaluate, and then step two is work on those specific strengths and the specific weaknesses. For all of you right now, for all of you, please listen carefully. For all of you listening, all the different platforms right now, if you don't know what to do, what kind of training to do after you, you evaluate yourself on your different strengths and your weaknesses, Download the Train Effective app because it's free, my guys. 
if you don't have the money from if you're living in lagos nigeria or kenya or freaking the philippines we get those kind of messages all the time oh, i can't afford it that's cool we still wanted to make something for you we still want to help you go download the train effective app and literally if you go on the discover screen and literally go on the discover screen you'll see all these different workouts that you can do it's all these different workouts you can do um and you can all you need to do guys is basically know understand what your strengths and your weaknesses are and know that you need to work on your first touch and know that you need to work on your shooting accuracy and know that you need to work on your strength right your strength you, all you have, all you need to do is go on the train effective app and literally there's so many different workouts guys you guys can do at home like and it's free you only need to pay for stuff if you like want to get the premium stuff and like access more content and different things of that nature but like guys like the opportunity is right there in front of you so um shaddy i know that's something you need to do now guys back to the topic step one is to evaluate step two is do effective practice and step three is, is not just to do the effective practice like randomly you got to schedule it you got to schedule it guys you got to put it in a plan what are you going to be doing on Monday? What are you going to be doing on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday? You guys know that yesterday I talked about a 10,000 hour rule. You guys know that yesterday I talked about 10,000 hour rule. And then you're going to need to put in a lot of hours of practice before you ever reach the full potential, the world-class mastery in your field. You have to put in a lot of practice, a lot of hours, but in order to put in those hours, you really have to schedule things in advance. Okay, it's your mom's birthday on Wednesday. Okay, you gotta see your girlfriend on Friday. Melissa's waiting. Okay, you got a game on Sunday. Okay, so if I got a game on Sunday, then on Saturday, I wanna keep things a bit lighter. So I'm gonna do this kind of training. And actually on Saturday, I'm gonna just work on my decision-making. If, if I do a workout, I'm gonna keep it a bit more light because I don't wanna be, be fatigued for that Sunday session, boom. You gotta schedule these things in advance because all the top pros that you see, I've been there when I when I when I trained with uh, the first time I saw this was when I trained with the national team, Australian national team. I got given a schedule before I arrived at the training ground, and it was a week schedule that would literally at all times of the day say, okay, this is what's happening at 9 a.m. at 3 p.m. We've got a strength and conditioning session in the morning. We've got a we've got a training at the field in the afternoon. This is what happened. This is what time lunch is. This is what time dinner is. On Wednesday, we got a, we got a, at, at 10 a.m., we need to be in the video analysis room. All these different things. You guys have the same access to that. You can, guys can do the same things at home using things like the, the Train Effective app. So, um, but you need to schedule it too. You have to schedule it. That's very important. Secondly, do you guys know, and I'm going to ask a question right now, do you guys know what myelin is? Do you guys know what M-Y-E-L-I-N is? Do you guys know what myelin is? Let's take a poll right now. Hattie says no. Nathan says yes. I'm seeing about 70% of, of people saying no. 80% of people saying no. Okay, guys. Well, this is exactly why we're here. What myelin is, and please write this down again in your notes. It's like we're at school, guys, but this is very, very Instagram saying no. Okay. Guys, myelin, myelin. Now, if you guys remember yesterday, I talked about a concept called deliberate practice. It's about the 10,000 hour rule because it's, it's no use going to the field and just trying to hit the crossbar. It's gotta be deliberate. Like, why are you going to practice? If Cristiano Ronaldo just went to the field and didn't have a purpose in mind, 
deliberate actions he wanted to make in mind, then he wouldn't be the player he is today. He goes out to training, he goes out to the field with an with a action plan in mind of the things he wants to improve and the goals that he has set for himself. So what Mylan is, is think of it as a string, guys. I'm holding up, my, uh, I'm holding up what looks like a, a string of pasta, okay? Like a string of pasta on the screen. And think of Mylan as, uh, as a nerve. Okay, it's like a nerve in your body. And the more myelin you build, guys, the more myelin that wraps around this nerve in your body, this cell in your body. And as that cell keeps getting wrapped with myelin, the faster things process, the faster you make, make the faster things become more natural. You know, when you guys practice juggling, like maybe when you first practice juggling, um, you started with four juggles, okay, four juggles, and then you got to 10 and 20. And now when you do juggling, it just feels natural. This is myelin in action. You're learning a skill. And as you become better at doing that skill and setting targets for yourself of how you're getting better at that juggling, the more myelin that wraps, okay? Now it's a little bit of a difficult concept to grasp, but basically what you wanna do is when you do deliberate practice, when you're practicing and you're practicing deliberately, you're building up more myelin. So you want to build up more myelin in your training. And the only way to build up more myelin is to do practice that challenges you. This is such a key thing, guys. For you guys that are really good at juggling now, why did you become good at juggling? How did you become good at juggling? What's up, Abba Putin? How did you become good at juggling? It's because you practiced. And probably most of you, a lot of you, had a goal in your mind of how many juggles that you wanted to get. You say, okay, if Mark on my team or Georgie on my team can get 100, then I'm going to get 100. And you had this goal in, goal in your mind of how many juggles that you wanted to get. And because you had this goal in your mind and you wouldn't leave, some of you wouldn't leave the training field until you got to this certain target. So you said, I'm not going to leave the training field until I get 50. So, okay, you're going to get 50 juggles, cool. And some of you, I know this because I did this myself. You wouldn't leave the training field until you got to 50 juggles. So what would you do? You juggle the ball, 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 and you get five, and then you get 10 and 20, and then you get 45, ah! And then you get 30, but then you get 50, yes, goal achieved. And you spend those hours, that is a form of deliberate practice because you're trying to get better at your juggling and your mind, the processes, the nerves, the cells in your body are all working so you can reach this goal until it becomes second nature. You see the thing about myelin? Now, think about this when it comes to your weak foot. Think about this when you're practicing your shooting accuracy. If you can do practice that challenges you in a way where, okay, now you're going to the field, you're doing some specific shooting exercises, but you're not gonna leave the field until you get a set where you get five out of five or 10 out of 10 or eight out of 10, whatever it is. You're not gonna leave this field. So your mind, the cells, everything in your body is working towards this goal, making sure you hit the target with power and accuracy, these different things. And the more you practice in that way, the more you do that deliberate practice, my guys, is the more myelin that you develop. And this is the thing that Cristiano Ronaldo developed when, when he was doing his effective practice. These are the things that all the top players in the world are doing to work in that, the specific practice. Guys, when you see professionals train 
every time you look at Chelsea training videos, every time you look at Real Madrid, Real Madrid training videos, every time you look at Barcelona training videos, what do you see? I'm going to ask this question right now. What do you guys see when you see the top pros training? What do you see? I'm asking this question. I'm going to read some questions out. The Indian footballer, today's topic is, uh, is why your training doesn't work. So we're talking about putting training into matches. Why doesn't it work? I'm, I'm just reading out a few here now. Uh, Juan, no, a lot, a lot coming in. They do rondos, a tense ones. Okay, Sheik, this is like a very small example, but talk about rondos, like piggy in the middle. When you, when you do, guys, I'm sure you see this. When you guys do rondos with your friends, so I know, I know you guys, okay? I know, I know, because I've been there in your shoes. Sometimes when you do rondos with your friends that just want to play because, you know, they just want to play, whatever, do, do they put maximum intensity in it? No. Do they, do, they, do they look like they're focused and really giving their all in their rondos? No. They're not. Intensity is missing from those rondos. And if you do have friends which are putting in the intensity and really want to win in those rondos, then, um, <laughs> then you've got a good group of friends. Keep them and keep training with them. Um, for the, but for the rest of you that don't, you know, who see this, yes, they're always intense. The rondos are intense. Sometimes they're looking very, the players are looking very relaxed um, and kind of, they look relaxed, but in their mind, in their brains, they're switched on. They don't want to go in the middle. They don't want to go in the middle. And if they are in the middle, the only thing in their mind is, how am I going to win it back as quickly as possible? So that intensity and that focus is there. And that goes on from the rondos to now. What are they doing? What are they doing in their possession games or the, the training that they're doing? You always see fast, it's quick, it's intense. Even when you're seeing them just do like more of the ladder exercises, maybe the ball is being passed to their foot. What do you see in their eyes and their focus and their, their, what do you see in their mentality? What do you see in their mental? You see intense focus. You see they're dedicated towards the cause. You see that they want to get every pass perfect. You want to see that they want to get every shot perfect. And if they do, <laughs> yes, we're celebrating now. We're, yes, come on, top corner, smiling. That's very important too, that you reward yourself in that way. But what, what you see in all these different training tools is that intensity, that focus, and that, that discipline to get it right. And that, is got, that guys, is how the good players start becoming better and the better, the better players start becoming the best. It's all to do with this. It's all to do with that deliberate practice. So guys, just to recap, step one was that zero to 10. Evaluate yourself, okay? Zero to 10, where do you stand? Put all your weaknesses, rate them all from one to 10. How do you stand? Where do you stand? Where do you stand? Make your strengths better and make your weaknesses up to a standard where you're gonna be comfortable at performing at the level you wanna perform at, okay? That's an endless task. That's, that's going to give you something to work on for your whole life. There's always something to improve on, guys. That's the power of training and focus. That's step number one. Evaluate yourself. Step number two is, um, is to make sure you've got effective practice, right? Make sure you're practicing in a way that's effective, deliberate, and you're building that myelin, myelin, okay? Myelin that comes as a result of deliberate practice. Number three is schedule it, plan it. You're going to be doing all this deliberate practice if you're going to be doing the effective training you have to make sure that you're scheduling your workouts in advance 
that you're you're taking you're taking the drills, you're taking the workouts, and you're putting them in your schedule, and you're saying, "This is what I'm going to do on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday." This is what leads to the best results because you're planning things in advance. And I, guys, I'll say that again. If I haven't said it enough before, use something like the Train Effective app where you can where you can focus on all this stuff, getting it on the sheet. Okay, getting it ready. All right. It's a free download, the Train Effective app. Um, cool, guys. So that was a little bit of the masterclass today. 